for me do it again the testimony that i've heard that i've seen that have been reported do it again lord for me lord do it for me lord jesus father do it for me let's pray for god to do it for us in the name of jesus let's pray that the lord will do it for us again this morning in this service father we thank you lord we bless your name thank you lord jesus Jesus name we have prayed and so father we thank you this morning today is a special day for us and we bless your name because you will do it again it shall be our month for double portion double portion blessing do it again in the name of Jesus give us answers to our prayers let this week be a week of miracle Lord, let this week be a week of open heaven. Answer the prayer of your people. Let this country be safe. Let Nigeria be safe in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the saints say, believe in Amen. You be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to appreciate the choir for that song. Can we clap for them? God will do it again and again. Thank you so much. God bless you in Jesus' name. For double portion, and I'll be preaching on the topic I've tied to, anointing for double portion. And I made it clear last Sunday or last Wednesday that if one portion is not enough because of what is happening in Nigeria right now, double portion should be enough. So I pray for you this morning. God will give you double portion of blessing. If you have exhausted one blessing, another blessing will come for you again. This month, you will not be stranded. This month, you will not go into poverty. This month, you will not be harassed. It shall be your season of double, double. John chapter 1, verse 16 Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Genesis 24, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I'm going to use those things as a background for anointing for double portion. Are you ready for double portion? John chapter 1, verse 16 says, And of his fullness, we have received grace upon grace. Blessing upon blessing coming upon us. Raise your hands to heaven. See, from your fullness this morning, I receive grace for grace. Grace for double portion. I will not be stranded in the name of Jesus. Say a believing amen. amen. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. The Bible says, Father Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord has blessed Father Abraham in all things. I pray for you this morning, you will be blessed in all things. Amen. You will not lack new Naira notes. Amen. You will not lack fuel. Amen. You will not be stranded. Amen. You will not lack any good thing. Amen. The Lord will give you good heads. Are you saying amen very well? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. The Bible says, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we think or ask according to the power that worketh in us. The power for double portion blessing will work in you today. You will enjoy double blessing in the name of Jesus. What does it take for us to have double portion blessing? You need divine inheritance. You need to have inheritance mentality. What is inheritance? Inheritance is what you do not work for. That somebody is bestowing upon you. Maybe you don't know. In Luke chapter 15 verse 12, the prodigal boy said, 
give me the portion that belongs to me. I know I have right to receive an inheritance. Give me my portion, my inheritance. And the Bible says, the father divided is living with them. In Psalm 16, verse 6, the Bible says, lines are falling upon me in pleasant places. I have a goodly inheritance, goodly blessing. May you enjoy your inheritance in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, he said, now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you your inheritance among them that are sanctified. There's an inheritance that is meant for the people of God. May you enjoy that inheritance in the name of Jesus. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says we should not be fighting people or be taking plans or fighting for fighting. He said, because we are called so that we might receive the inheritance, the promise, the blessing. Not rendering evil for evil, nor railing for railing. Don't fight, but contrawise blessing. Know that you are called to inherit the blessing. Say with me, I am called to inherit the blessing. I am born again so that I can enjoy divine inheritance. Every inheritance that pertains to me, I will receive it and I will enjoy them in the name of Jesus. Okay, I know we are coming from a particular world where we don't so much place emphasis on inheritance because some of us, our parents do not have much for us. So we just say, because they are not actually much. You know, when my father died, I don't remember whether there's anything they shared to me. I just did the burial, carry myself, and return back home. Ever since he died, almost about how many years ago? 25 years ago. Nobody ever called me and said, uh, Yolando, come and inherit it with my father. But before my mother died, my mother told me, I have extra two plots that I've bought with my own money. And I want to divide it. I have, I have four plots. I've been on one. I've given one to your senior brother. Now I have extra two. I think I should give you and your brother one, one, so that before I die, I will distribute what I want to give you. And I told her, I appreciate it, but give it to my brother because I don't need it. You know, we come from that mentality that will not be worthy. But I want to tell you this morning, Inheritance can actually change your fortune. There are some people that inherit billions from their parents. Yes. Yes. Change their life story because of the money they inherited. In fact, some inherited a very beautiful house in Lagos. Sold the money in billions and distributed it. So, and God is not uh, a poor God. When Jesus died, he left an inheritance for us. We are called into the kingdom so that we can enjoy inheritance. There is an inheritance that is left for the children of God. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 14. The Bible says we are saved so that we can enjoy the inheritance of salvation. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them? Who shall be his? Who shall be his? Inheritance of salvation. Hears of salvation. And by salvation here means was not only talking about heaven. It was talking about every spiritual blessing that God has prepared for you. Including prosperity. Including healing. You are to enjoy it as an inheritance. That's why I pray for you this morning. You will not miss your whole inheritance in the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Jeremy chapter 1 verse 8 and verse 21 says, I have given you the land. Go and inherit it. Jeremy chapter 1 verse 8 and verse 21. I have given you an inheritance for you to enjoy. I have given you an inheritance for you to enjoy. And they went and possessed the land. Where Israelites are today, the place where they are dwelling now today was given to them by God as an inheritance. God spoke the word. I have given you the land. 
Say, lift up your eyes and see all the land that you see, I give it to you. And physically, they are occupying it now. So even when you receive a word as an inheritance, it can come in physical manifestation for your blessing. You believe it's an inheritance from the Lord. Psalm 44, verse 3 that I love, you can use this to pray as you inherit your blessing. For they do not possess their land, they do not got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own harm save them, but thy right hand, thy arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast favor unto them. Because you favor them, you gave them the land. Not because they were mighty, not because they were struggler, not because they were working hard, but because they enjoy inheritance from the Lord because of God's favor. And because of God's favor, you also will enjoy inheritance in the name of Jesus. Many people are thinking today that uh, people in the Old Testament are better than us. We are far, far better than people in the Old Testament. Because under the New Testament, you have spiritual blessing. Under the Old Testament, you have natural blessing. So, you are to enjoy double portion inheritance in Christ. Look at what it says again in Titus chapter 3, verse 7. Having been justified by grace, we become his inheritors of his blessing. Under the grace of Jesus, when you are justified by it, you become his according to the hope of eternal life. That being justified by his grace, we should be made his according to the hope of that. We are made his because we are under the canopy of grace. We enjoy inheritance. Somebody say, ah, pastor, how is that possible? Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 says, as Isaac was, so are we children of the promise. Just as Father Isaac, Father Isaac enjoy inheritance because he's under Abraham. We also should enjoy inheritance because we are under Christ. Under Christ, as Isaac was born to enjoy inheritance of Father Abraham, we were also born again to enjoy the promises of God. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. To the praise of his name, he has accepted us as his beloved. Are you the beloved of God? If you are the beloved of God, then you enjoy inheritance. I go again to Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 verse 4 and so 7. Talking about you inheriting the blessing. And I pray you inherit the blessing in Jesus name. Now I say that the here, as long as a child, divided nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Put on verse 2, then we'll go to verse 4. Put on verse 2 first, before verse 4. But it's what? But it's under tutors and governors on the, the time appointed of the Father for him to enjoy that inheritance. I pray for you, this will be your time that we enjoy your inheritance. Okay, when is the time? Look at verse 4. Verse 4 will tell us the time. But when the fullness of the time was come, it was talking about the time for you to enjoy your inheritance. Watch it. What happened? God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Verse 5, we are going to 7. Continue. To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions of sons. So, the time that is appointed for you to enjoy your blessing or your inheritance is the time that you have been redeemed. You receive an adoption. Not tomorrow. Once you receive an adoption to become a child of God, you have an entitlement to enjoy your inheritance. Look at verse 6. And because you are now sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart to do what? Crying, Habba, Father. Habba means daddy. You can rightfully call God your daddy. If you can rightfully call God your daddy, you should also enjoy inheritance from your daddy. You enjoy inheritance from your daddy. That's the way it works. If you're a son in the house, inheritance of Christ, they are yours. All things that belong to Christ, they are yours. Because you are the son of the father. Look at what it says. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. 
If you are his son, then you are an heir of God through Christ. You have access to the blessing of God through Christ. If you belong to God, what am I saying this morning? You must have inheritance mentality. It's not everything you will need in life that you will work for. There are some things that will do any Lord alone. They say, how did you get this thing? I inherited it all from my father. My father gave it to me. How are you able to do this? Ah, it's an inheritance. God gave it to me. Because you can never work hard enough for everything you will need in life. Never can you work. There is nobody that can enjoy all the blessing of life with his own two hands. Your two hands is just too small. You need an inheritance for you to enjoy double portion blessing. What you work for is one. What God has endowed you with or given you as an inheritance is, is double. Ecclesiastes says, wisdom is good with our inheritance to those people that live under the sun. So inheritance is good. Nothing is wrong with inheritance. Don't say because I come from a poor father, I should not enjoy my You have an heavenly father that is rich and you should enjoy inheritance from the Lord. Can I hear the loudest? Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say, I'm not ordinary. I have a rich father and he has given me an inheritance. I will enjoy that inheritance. Say amen three times. Listen to me very carefully. There are so many people that do not come from a very good home or worthy home that are worthy because of Christ. Abandoned children. How did they do it? Who gave it to them? Christ. Christ gave it. I can mention their name. Oh. They don't even have any mutton to their name. They just gave themselves to Christ and God began to show them the inheritance and they began to enjoy all their inheritance. In fact, some of them do not even have the kind of education that you have. They don't have it. They are just blessed. They are just blessed. If you see Pastor Matthew Ashimalowo today, Pastor Matthew Ashimalowo is from my hometown. He's from a Muslim home. In fact, he did not grow up where? In the barrack. That's where he grew up. He did not go through the normal school. He just gave his life to Christ. And he started reading the same Bible that you are carrying. And God started showing him things he needed to see. And he started asking God for those things. And he started receiving needs. The man that did not go to the university is having a university right now. Maybe you don't know that even Bishop Edipo did not go to university. He went to Polytechnic. Maybe you don't know Reverend Sam did not go to university. He went to Polytechnic. It doesn't matter. You have an inheritance with God. So that you not place all your emphasis on what you can labor for. You now say, Lord, my inheritance. Lies are falling upon me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. My inheritance is blessed in Christ. I am not frustrated. How can you be frustrated by an earthly father and still be frustrated by a heavenly father? If your father or physical father doesn't have anything to you, switch on to your heavenly inheritance and enjoy it. And we will show you what he has done for you. All because of Christ, you are entitled to divine inheritance. You will not miss your blessing in Jesus' name. If it enters your head, there's an inheritance that is meant for you. You can go to the Father. Give me the portion of my inheritance that is meant for me. And before you know it, it will show you your portion. You have a portion with Christ. You have a portion with Christ. He's a faithful God. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His faithfulness endures to the end. So that you don't have any reason to envy anybody. You just take your own inheritance and manage it. Divine inheritance guarantee double portion. Number two thing that guarantee double portion is by breaking the backbone of limitations and obstacles in your life. The fact that you have inheritance does not mean that you don't have problem. Or does, does not mean you don't have obstacle in life. You must have a mentality that every obstacle that comes your way is a stepping stone to another greatness. And you must have a mentality that every obstacle and limitation 
that the enemy may place around your life, you are going to break them. That is the mentality you must possess. When you have a mentality of breaking limitations and obstacles, you enjoy double portion. How do you enjoy double portion from that? Number one, you have the joy of victory and the reward of having victory over that particular thing. There is the joy of victory. I'm going to show you in the scripture why at times, even though God has prepared you for kingship of a throne, you still have some obstacles, hurdles to overcome. But if you have a mentality of somebody that wants to overcome this obstacle, the obstacle becomes a stopping stone for you. I pray for you this morning. Every trial in your life right now, we turn to a testimony. Amen. This is how we have double portion. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. The Bible says, the Holy Spirit, when he comes upon you, what will he do? He will break. He will do that. And it shall come to pass in that day that his body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke of the enemy shall be destroyed because of the anointing. You have, most time when you say, even if I don't get job, I can stand on my own. You discover you now get job also. And that job will not stop him. He said, after he has worked for 10 years, there was a problem in the country around that time. And the government said, we are not going to op be operating bank again. Let's liberalize the banking system. Anyone that wants to apply to have a banking license, you should apply. They were just giving it there. They will invite them, write a proposal. The minimum then was 20 million. Write a proposal. Come and defend yourself. But you must have, you must have a minimum of 20 years experience in the banking industry. By that time, he just had 10. So he wrote, did the logo, talk to people, I want to have a bank. And we say, okay, there's no problem. If you want to have a bank, there's no problem. So the board of directors in CBN they invited him. And he talked and talked and talked. And they look at him. You are young. We are sorry to inform you that you do not even have the experience, nor the money. You cannot, we can't give you this thing. We can't recommend you. He said, look at it. He said, yes, sir. It's true, sir. But you know, sir, he said, he started talking and they started looking at themselves. He said, when they were looking at themselves, he has a mindset that, oh, these people, I'm, 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 like I'm catching them. He continued to talk about his experiences, about how he has worked in some other bank, international bank, and some other things like that. He said, okay, maybe we should try you. That's how they recommended him for approval. He said, he just wrote like a two-line letter. We're happy to inform you that you have been recommended for approval as any bank, but you have to submit your 20 million, something like that. They was excited and went around people and said, Ah, the money. They said, Money, Kenny, there's no 20 million anywhere. But that will not stop him. Eventually, gathered the money and got that operation license. And he showed us the building where he started from a duplex that was co shared with a tenant. A table and four staff. Senate bank that you know today. And God always inspired him to fight. He said when he was thinking about the obstacles of meeting up with four major banks in Nigeria that were having over 400, 600 customers, he was now thinking, what can I do to make things better? He said Union Bank, First Bank, measure two other banks that were hold and they were having more than enough customers. Something whispered to him that if you can have internet with your own banking and people can receive a lot on time or get the fact that they are kind of, they, he said, he said, pursuing the internet. He said, and that happened to be his breakthrough. Even though he had so many obstacles, he wanted to solve one problem and from one problem, he was growing into greatness. If you don't solve problems, you will not be great in life. So be willing to fight obstacles and limitations. Every limitation that we are seeing now is an opportunity for you to rise. Don't run away. Don't say, what can I do? Fight every limitation in your life. This is the limitation. This limitation, I'm going to break your backbone. This obstacle, you are going to die. I'm going to use you as a stepping stone. And as you are determined to fight, God will give you victory. You will become the giant killer in the mighty name of Jesus. Number three things that guarantee double portion is the goodness of God. Having a mentality that God is good. 
having a mentality. Do you know there are so many people in church today that still have a negative attitude towards God? They don't know that God is good and is good at all times. His goodness gives us the boldness to come and receive double portion from him. The prodigal boy said, I will go to my father and ask him to make me one of the servants because even servant in my father's house enjoy. Servant in my father. That was the mentality of the prodigal boy. If the prodigal boy believed that his father is harsh and wicked, do you think he want to go back to him? He will say, if I go back to him, ah, Jenny. Have you not seen some children that will lose money? And they will say, I'm not going home. I'm not going home. I'm not going home. They say, I prefer to die here than to go home. The prodigal boy collected his inheritance. Use the word blow. He blow it. There was nothing again. He was suffering. He said, hey, my father's higher servants, they are doing well. And my father is good. I'll go back to him. I've missed an opportunity to be your son. Make me your, your higher servant. Because under higher servanthood, I will still be better than what I'm doing now. He has a mentality that the father is good. And I pray every negative preaching that making you to feel that God is not good, God will wipe it away from you. Yeah. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. It says, the goodness of God bring us to repentance. And because of you, many people will come to Christ in Jesus' name. When they see you shining, they will come to Christ. I pray for you. No unbeliever will be qualified to pity you. Rather, unbeliever will look at your life and they will heal you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm chapter 92 verse 12 to 15. He said, the generation of the righteous shall be blessed. Shall be blessed. He said they will flourish. They will be productive even in their old age. Say, I will be blessed. And I pray you will be blessed forever in Jesus' name. Hesodos chapter 3 verse 19. The Lord said to, to, to Moses when he said, Lord, let me see your glory. God said, eh, I will allow you to see my goodness. My goodness and my glory, they are the same thing. My goodness and my glory, they are the same thing. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And show mercy unto whom I will show mercy. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, let me see your goodness. I can't hear you. Say, Father, in my life, let me have testimony of your goodness. You are not saying it very well. Say, Father, let me see your goodness. Can I shock you? When Moses was praying, he was actually talking about power. Moses was talking about power. Lord, if you are favor me, let me see your glory. If I see your glory, I'll be happy. Your presence will go with me. If your presence will not go with me, how people know that I'm special? God say, calm down. I will show you my goodness. When you see my goodness, you'll be a living testimony. I will use you to manifest how good I am to other people. People will look at you and they will say, Ah, God is partial. That what God has done for you, you should also do it for us. That's what God told Moses. I will allow my goodness to be before you. You will enjoy my goodness. Because my goodness and my glory, they are the same thing. Let me tell you something. If you are anointed and you don't enjoy the goodness of God, your anointing is annoyance. Your anointing is fake. The effect of the anointing is to generate the goodness of God all around your life. Not for you to be manifesting the anointing and other people are pitying you. Somebody say, what you cannot do in me, don't do through me. Make me to live my life. Some of you don't know that it's better to have a good home than to have fame on the heart. Peace of heart is better than fame. Goodness. Goodness. 
I pray the Lord will use you to manifest his goodness in the name of Jesus. Psalm 35 verse 27. Let them shout for joy. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified. That has pleasure in what? Prosperity of his people. Who want you to be poor? The devil. Because when you are poor, you can't manifest the goodness of the Lord. God wants you to be open to his goodness. Anytime God wants to bless you, receive it with all your heart. Lord, let it come. Again and again. Bless me with double portion. You have received one portion. One portion is not enough. Say, Lord, give me another portion. How many of you that have children that will pray for one to be successful and the other one not to be successful? No. No. So it is not the desire of God that only one person that means is prospering. You are not prospering. God wants all of us to have testimony because that is what gives him pleasure. Everyone that is struggling in our midst, this month, all your struggling will end. Amen. He will bless you with your heart's desire. Amen. You must have a mentality that God is good. You must have that mentality that God is good and his goodness leads us to repentance. You want to go to a God that is good, not a God that is wicked. Second Chronicle 2021. 20, he said, When you sing before your enemy, sing like this the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. And as they were singing that song with Jehoshaphat as a king leading, the Bible said, God sent ambushment against their enemy. You are singing, God is good, God is good, God is good, his mercy, and God is fighting for you because God is happy when you think that he is good. When you think that God is one responsible for all the failure and problem on the heart, God is not happy. He said, these people, they don't know me. If you know God, you will know that he's good. Look at it again. Tell me 28, verses 8 to 10. And we are reading three more. Tell me 28, verses 8 to 10. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in your storehouses. And in all that thou settest thy hand unto, he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Somebody say powerful amen. amen. The Lord shall establish thee as a holy people unto himself, as he has shown unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God and walk in his way. Look at verse 10. The Lord. And all people of the house I see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. Shall be afraid of thee. When you have testimony, living testimony, unbelievers are afraid of you. They are afraid of you. They say, Ah, Olong Wakwelumayo. Watch him. Watch her. Look at the testimony in his life. God is with him. God is with her. It's not ordinary. Your testimony will testify about the goodness of God. Unbelievers don't know God. When good things happen to us, they join us to praise God. Is that not correct? They say, ah, God is answering your prayer. Be serving that God, though that God is backing you up. But move to the other side. When bad things happen to us, what do they say? Ah, Anything that represents evil will not happen to you this year. It will not happen to you all the days of your life. No unbeliever will pity you. The covenant that we have is that when we make it, unbeliever come and envy us. Isaac sow in the land. Reap hundred foot. The Lord bless him. He had possession of good thing. And the Philistine envy him. And they say you are too mighty for us. You are too blessed. God is on your side. You are too blessed. When God blesses you. Unbeliever they will tell you. They will say God is blessing you sir. God is blessing you sir. God is blessing you ma. You become a living testimony. Even preaching the gospel will become very easy for you. 
should come very easy because they see the hand of the Lord in your life. And the hand of the Lord will not depart from your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jeremiah 33 verse 9. You know, in that place also he said, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be in it. Starting of Deuteronomy uh, 28 verse 11. Okay, let's look at this. Okay. Verse 9. Verse 9. Jeremiah 33 verse 9. Then it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and an honor before the nations of the heart. We shall hear all the good that I do unto you. All the nations of the heart will be hear all the good that the Lord will do unto you. And they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and for all the prosperity that I procure unto it. He said, when unbelievers hear about all that you have done, all that God has done unto you, they'll be afraid. They say, that man is too mighty. Oh. God is helping him. He's not doing that thing by his own strength. This is surely the hand of God. He said, then they will be afraid of you. What does that mean? If you don't have living testimony, one believer will say, he's ordinary person. He's ordinary person. He's ordinary person. He's ordinary person. When, when the arm robber took our bus away and we were looking for it, I was with a brother, Willaby, at the state CID. And one woman said, she said, ah, they took the bus. Pastor, ah, Uluwoshewu, that it happened to you, I know I will recover. Brother Labi was just looking at her. She was so happy. So when we recover the bus, Brother Labi said something that I will never forget. He said, now, even thief in the town, they will be afraid of you. I said, why? He said, because they will know that you have God that fight for you. Because right there and then, when those thieves were arrested, they were asking themselves, Shebi, they said we can never be arrested. Did you do we did? What happened? It did not work any. They said, I don't know. But Allah will say we can never be arrested now. Sheba ati shekba. But you know, when God fights for you, everybody will know that God is on your side. This season, God will fight for you. Unbeliever will be afraid of you. Because of the goodness of the Lord that will come upon you. God will give you a fearful blessing that will surprise your neighbors in the name of Jesus. Let me read this. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know this is common, but I want to read it so that it can sink in your heart. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thought that I think so was you, says the Lord, the thought of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. My father says, the thought of good. I want to do you good. That is what I think towards you. If God is thinking good thought towards you, you also must be thinking good thought towards yourself. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You must be imagining good things. As we are entering the fair, we say, Father, I thank you because I will arrive my destination safely. When you get your destiny, you are coming home. Say, Lord, I know there will be goodness waiting for me at home. Because your word says, blessing I am in the city, blessing I am in the field. When I go in, I'm blessed. When I'm coming, I'm blessed. All the days of my life are blessed. Are you hearing me now? You are constantly thinking a good thought towards yourself. You are not imagining evil. When the prodigal boy came to his senses, he said, in my father's house, Luke chapter 15, verse 17, my father has food for his servant to eat and to spare. My father is good. I will go back to him. It was the thought of the goodness of the Lord that led him to go back to the father. The thought of the good thing about the father gave him a heart of repentance. Many are running away from God today because they never know that God is good. And not many of us are preaching about the goodness of God. In fact, instead of thinking good thoughts, we are seeing bad vision, bad dream. Some people are praying years back in my own fellowship, you know, they dreamt that I'm traveling to Isuka for my degree. That God showed them that I will not return, that I died. And they carry my corpse home. And they said they pray, and God said, Until me come mind there, and he put mark by me. He said that what God showed them. They were not having good thought at all. So my mother now said, They went to my mother. 
God show us. It was not the devil, it was God that showed us that your son, that the school in Nizuka was coming home. He had an accident in our dream and he died. And they carry his corpse home. And my mother said something. She said, ah, How will God kill somebody that know him? And leave your sister that is not born again. And when you're born again, not in a mockery. And I never know that that really pain those people. They went and prayed that this dream was come to pass. Instead of us for us to fight the devil, we started fighting ourselves. My mother said, My son will not die. The three brothers that are prayer warriors say, His son must die. If he did not die, we are fake prophets. And that he saw, Lord, what do you say? Do you know there are some prophets that do like that today? <laughs> There's a prophet in Bagan. <laughs> they said, if you see bad things to you, pastor I'm telling you. I even learned some of them by using Avose. Avose if you know, not a Maraka or They said a good news ota. I want you to burn it. So that's why they specialize in saying evil things. Saying evil things. And I never know. There was a time my mother was sick. And I said, God, what is happening? And God says, She's just sick. Take over. Took my khaki, drove down on. I never knew one of the prophets has joined my car. So I took out the decision speech. So as we are trying to say it was I said, stop it, stop it. Let the doctor do their work. Stop. He wanted to follow me. I said, stay outside. Go to your word, stay outside. So stay, he stay outside. He said, more you jack bad I said, And I did not know all this thing that was you know that was acting in the spirit. So I took care of her. They was okay. She returned home. When I see the two, they started saying that if it says something, it will ask us to go and pray that that thing must come to pass. No, if, if I tell my life, that I saw you in the Prado Jeep, will she be arguing with me? So we say, ah, I say so. She will agree. It is when you say bad thing to a child of God that they argue with you. And those pastors don't like it. They don't like it when you argue with them. How can God do this evil? They will not be annoyed. They say, endeja. Why won't I endeja what is not good? Why should I accept evil? The choice is mine. You can say anything you want to say, but I reject it in Jesus' name. The Muslim man saying, yeah, I reject it, I reject it. I say, for what? To help God or to help Satan? To help God or to help Satan? So they started praying. So all of a sudden, I just arrived from Isuka. I'm going to say, Ode? I said, Ode. Sandy, me, Ode. He said, Kilo, Sele. He belonged to me, Mwagoni. Yes, Rafi. Yes, Rafi. I'm going to say, Oro, Woko, Lele, O. Want to know, Kutu, Bati, Trifo. I said, I said, Kilo, Joko, Welu, He said, No, no, Bunga, Numan, Fishere. I want to go and pray about it. These people have turned to another thing. You know. In fact, they are giving testimony about it in church. There is a woman here. We told her something we happened to her son. She refused. And we told God to give us a sign. Amireo, Amireo, God has given us a sign. The woman should be warned. It's in fellowship. Oh. Pentecostal. So my mother said, pray very well. Oh. Pray very well so that you won't die prematurely. Oh. Pray very well. Oh. I said, boy, So she gave me the money. So when I was traveling, I stopped over at the University of Benin. I had a friend there. So, and I put my bag in his room. And I went to a spot complex where they normally pray. And as I wanted to pray, I said, cry. I said, God, ah, ah, you are not fair now. They say you want to kill me. And you let to work me. And you let to work me. Uh, I look for admission for all these years. You didn't kill me when I was at home. It's when I enter university that I'm shining. You want to kill me. And I started crying as I was praying. And I heard his voice. He said, I'm not the one that want to kill you. Your friend want to kill you. I said, Why? He said, they are jealous. I said, eh. He said, did they pass jam? I said, they did not pass. He said, they will not pass. I said, why? He said, because they are jealous of you. They want you to be dead so that they can be happy. I said, I said, 
And I'm telling you that you will not die. I will keep you safe in all your journeys. I was in under level. Is it for this? I give you accident-free insurance when you travel. Even if you don't pray, I will keep you safe. For you to believe that I'm saying this thing to you, your case player that the thief took away when you were about to enter university, I'll give you back as a miracle. That's how to convince you that I've had your prayer. I wipe my tears. So when you call a back by me, you say, Miko, I won't read. So I went to UNN, not bothered about anything, just enjoy myself. And one day they said, want somebody from under left to come and preach. And they chose me, I preached to the fellowship. Unfortunately for me, the next day I didn't have money. I have to travel home. And I told my friend Victor, I'm traveling. We say, ah, devil will kill you. It's because you preached yesterday that you want to travel. I said, okay, let's have the devil want to kill me. Take me to cafe. Let me eat. So I get to heaven, I will remember you. He said, no, no, let us pray. I just pushed him away. I said, God say, nothing will happen to me. So I traveled. I came back. I traveled at a time. Sitting at the tip the entrance of the uh, luxurious bus, and the door opened, and I was sleeping, and I did not know along the and they said, banging the door, somebody will fall down, no, somebody will fall down. <laughs> and they came, they locked me, I said, have you locked it very well? I slept again. And he kept me. The one that kept me then, he will keep me now. Yeah. And he will also keep me too. Yeah. anything scare you. God is good. And it will be good to Christian more than unbelievers. What is the essence of your service if God will not keep you? You are full of life, full of glory, full of grace. You are radiant. This is the beginning of your shining. The devil will not quench your light. Let's fill our mind with the thought of his goodness. What do I say you should do? Fill your mind with the thought of his goodness. Let's share testimony about his goodness. If you see anything in your dream that is contrary, say, nah, lie. How long will he say? It's the devil. Devil, shut up. It is not from God. The Bible says that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. No evil will happen to you. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 21 says no evil will happen to the righteous. I pray for you this year. No evil will happen to you. Because God is good, you have testimony of his goodness. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Say Father, fill my heart with the thought of your goodness. I don't want to think any evil thing. As this election is approaching, I want to remember your goodness. Help me to manifest your grace and your goodness in the name of Jesus. Make me a living testimony. I want to be a living testimony. A living wonder. I want people to see me and say, Ah, God is good to you. Lord, make me a living testimony. Let me testify about your favor. Help me to testify about your mercy. Help me, Lord, to testify about your grace. Father, keep me and keep me safe because you are good. Let everybody see your goodness in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying very well? Because you are good, let no evil happen to me. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. There shall no evil happen to the just. That's what the Bible says. As you travel, the Lord will give you journey mercy. This week, you enjoy the goodness of the Lord. As you are approaching bank, favor will speak for you. The Lord will connect you. You will enjoy your time. In Nigeria, you will not be frustrated. Every connection you need, receive in the name of Jesus. Every business idea you need, receive in the name of Jesus. 
I pray for you again this morning. No evil will happen to you. No evil will happen to your children. In the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I know you are good. I have testimony of your goodness. Let no evil happen to me. I want to enjoy your goodness. Let me see your goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Always all around me. Go ahead and pray for you. No, we cast their young. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's raise our hands to heaven. Every obstacle against me, every limitation against my life, I break them into pieces. Lord, you are going to make a way for me. Where people say there is no way. I don't know the limitation that your name carry or that your family carry. Every limitation that the enemy must have placed before me in terms of job, in terms of grace, in terms of glory, every limitation of the enemy, I break you into pieces. In the name of Jesus, who are you, old mountain? Before Serubabel, I break you into pieces. Every limitation, every limitation. Let's break every form of limitation this morning. Break every form of limitation this morning. Every limitation, we break you. In the name of Jesus, every limitation. We break you into pieces in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every limitation. Let's break every form of limitation. In the name of Jesus. Every limitation I want to stop me. I refuse to be stopped. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Use your mouth to break them. Break every form of limitation now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Jeremiah 51 says, Thou art my battle house and weapons of war. For with you I will break in pieces the nation. With thee I will destroy kingdom. And with thee I will break in pieces the horse and his rider. With thee I will break in pieces the chariot and his rider. With thee also I will break in pieces any man or woman. And with thee I will bring this old and young. With thee I will bring this the young and the man. Anything that is against you shall be broken into pieces. You are the battle ass of the Lord. No limitation will be able to stop you in life. You will grow above limitation. Raise your hands to heaven. So every limitation, every obstacle is my stepping stone. Every problem that I face right now, I will use them to rise in the mighty name of Jesus. Every limitation is my opportunity to do better and to do well. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every limitation. Every limitation. Every limitation. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Please listen to me. If for any reason you are limited in one area. You discuss a real problem. Be a problem solver in that particular area. If there is a problem that is touching your heart all the time. Maybe God is giving it to you to solve. Create a business around it. That's how great man emerge in time of crisis. Great people don't complain. They just look at the problem and solve it. If you feel we are not worshipping God enough, solve the problem. Solve the problem. That's how great people emerge. That's how great people emerge. Great people use tough time to invent new things. This tough time is a time of invention and innovation. If pepper is too expensive, begin to sell pepper. If school becomes too expensive, establish your own school. Whatever represents a problem, stand up to solve the problem. Don't complain. We are meant to be saviors. Solvers of problems, not complainers. We don't just wait. We look and say, how can I do this thing? What can I do? I told you, 
Is Sakios here? Sakios said, my parents will send money. My school fees. Said they will send it. When they send the money, I said, have you collected it? Hey, Daddy, me will listen. I lie. I said, what happened? He said, for 20,000, they said they will collect 4,000. For 20,000. Opposite here. POS said they will collect 4,000 as interest to give him 20,000 to come and pay. He said, transfer. I said, I don't have transfer. The only thing I have is card. I told my wife, we must get POS. And I said, if you are paying school fees, free charges. And I said, it's not a big thing. Even where we bought things, with that POS, we use it. It did not have any other thing. If you are paying school fees, or you are buying out, or you are doing anything, it's free. No charges. We have complained enough. We have complained enough. Stop complaining. Look at what you can do. Look at Prof. He has a farm, and he's giving us egg. His egg is the cheapest that I know. And he has helped so many people here. His egg is the cheapest. Free egg. Even mommy is buying every week. People are buying. Some people are creating a business out of it. Why must we be complaining when God has given us more than enough resources? These are not days that you fold your hand. What can I do to break this limitation? And that POS, because we have that POS, so many second day almost our first children came to pay they said they are paid their school fees for long in fact there's one of them one of them that wanted to collect money for food and he has not paid school and i just asked ah, ah, how can you be collecting twenty eight thousand for your food stuff and you have not paid hostel you have not paid school fees he said that every two thousand see some fifteen thousand that's okay but now some school two weeks but we will be big I said, okay, let me call your parents to know how much they pay. He said, ah, don't call. Oh. Don't call. Oh. Don't call. I eventually called. Mother said, mother, don't jare. Everything was school. You see? Time of problem. This is the best time to arise and shine. And you are going to shine in Jesus' name. Every limitation around your life, you break them into pieces. Let's become problem solver. Raise your hands to heaven. I am not complaining. I am a problem solver. I will break the backbone of limitation. Every obstacle is my stepping stone. In the name of Jesus. Every obstacle around me is my... Don't let us be complainer. Let's be put our soft problem. How can I solve this problem? How can I solve this problem? Lord, I receive grace to solve the problem of lack. No more lack in my family. No more sickness. No more evil occurrence. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. We pray the top prayer of inheritance. The prodigal boy said, Why, sir, give me the portion that belongs to me. There's a portion for you in the kingdom. There's an inheritance for you. There's an assignment for you. There's a calling for you. That your blessing is titled. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me my inheritance that belongs to me. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord, I receive inheritance. You have called me to receive inheritance. I am a here according to the promise. I've come to receive my inheritance. My inheritance is healing. I receive my inheritance. My inheritance is prosperity. I receive prosperity. My inheritance is generational blessing. I receive generational blessing. My inheritance is joy. Joy in the Lord. I receive joy all the time. Father, that is my inheritance. Give me my inheritance. I've been justified by grace. So I'm going to receive my inheritance. If you know you are a child of God, this is the best time for you to pray. I am a child of God. Here, according to the promise, I receive my inheritance in the name of Jesus. I will be favored even by strange people. I am a child destined for favor. The covenant of blessings over my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Everybody again, child of God, open your eyes and look at me. The Lord said to Isaac, I will bless you. And I will fulfill the promises that I made to your father. Stay in this land and I will bless you. When you stay where God wants to stay, you'll be blessed. Hello? 
Say, I'll be blessed. I pray for you, as many of you that are staying physically here, you will not be frustrated. Amen. It will connect you to your blessing. Amen. How many of you believe me? It does not matter where you are. I pray for you, you'll be blessed. Amen. That was number one thing that happened. Number two thing that happened was that Isaac saw in that same land, in time of famine, and he reaped an hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. I pray for you, whatever you lay your hand upon this season, the Lord will bless you. I don't care what you do, but whatever it is that is the work of your hand, I pray for you this morning, may the Lord bless it mightily. May the Lord bless it amazingly. The work of your hand this season will prosper. That is your inheritance. As Isaac was, so are we. Children of the promise. Here, according to the promise, we are to inherit the blessing of Isaac. The blessing of Isaac that he sowed and he reaped. You also, you will reap blessing. You will not labor for another one to inherit. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. Oh, your soul will be satisfied. This year will be your year of joy. A big reward will come upon your job. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your two, your two hands to heaven. Say, as Isaac was, so am I. As I sow this year, I will reap harvest. Hundredfold harvest. God can do it for you. This year, let me reap hundredfold harvest. As I sow, hundredfold return. You are going to pray like Isaac. Lord, the covenant of my father is that I inherit the land. If I'm going to inherit the land, I will not be poor. I will reap harvests. My labor will not be vain. As I'm going up and down, I will have reward. Isaac sow and reap harvest. Hundredfold harvest. The Lord bless him. The Lord that I serve will bless me. The God of the old covenant is the God of the new covenant. The same God that blessed Isaac. So I shall be blessed. I will not be poor. He will bless the work of my hand. He will bless the work of my hand. I will move forward. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayer. Hear me. Isaac was not stagnant in a time of famine. Isaac moved forward. To the amazement of everybody. In time of famine. Isaac was making progress. This year, you will make progress. Amen. You are not saying amen very well. You will make progress. Amen. Somebody say, hey, it is difficult to build house now. This season, you will build your own house. Amen. You will complete that your project. Amen. I stand against every spirit of stagnation in your life. The project you have started, that you want to do, you will complete it. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name, raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, my inheritance is not stagnation, it's progress. This year I will make progress. Some of you are not praying. Pray very well. Just like Isaac, Isaac went forward. He moved forward until he became very great. And the Philistine envied him. Open your mouth and pray. Yes, Lord Jesus. Do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We prayed the last prayer and this is a serious one. Very, very serious. You have to be ready to pray this one. You will tell God, I don't want anybody to pity me this season. I want to live a life of envy. I don't know whether you have God to be envy. I want to be, I don't want people to, I don't want to be in a, look, listen, I don't want anybody to say sorry to me. I don't want it. What I want, I want to have an enviable blessing. Lord, bless me like Isaac. Let the Philistine envy me. Let my neighbor envy me. Let unbeliever envy me. Let them envy my blessing. Let them envy my blessing. Don't let me be in a pitiable position. When I arrive in church, let them know that the Lord is good. This season, you will not pity me. Over my wife, you will not pity me. Over my children, you will not pity me. 
Whatever prosperity you will not pity me. Nobody will be qualified to pity me. Open your mouth and pray. I receive grace to be handsied. I want to be handsied. I want to be in a position where people will handsy me and not pity me. I don't want pity. I want to be handsied. Like Isaac, I want to be handsied. Lord, give me blessing that will make my world to envy me. I know pity me. I don't need pity. I want envy. I want envy. That is my heritage like Isaac. That is my heritage. I will live an enviable life. I will live an enviable life. Enviable life. Enviable blessing. Enviable generational blessing. Let it be upon me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Whatever represents an obstacle in your life, before now, I turn them to stepping stone. The grace of God will speak for you. The grace of God will break the limitation. The grace of God will open door for you. The grace of God will give you double portion. Double portion inheritance. Receive in the name of Jesus. Father, every blessing that you have left because of Jesus' death for your children, let them have access to it in the name of Jesus. By faith, we receive the promise. By faith, we receive the prosperity. By faith, we receive the healing. Every blessing, joy, we receive in the name of Jesus. Let your people receive it in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle that we need to break before we get to the throne, we receive grace to break them. Nothing will stand against our progress. We are marching forward. We are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. Father, we know that you are good. Satisfy your children with your goodness. As they are going this way, let your goodness pass before them. Let favor speak for them. Let answer come to their prayer. Make them a living testimony. Let nobody pity them. But rather, help them to live an enviable life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. You believe we are blessed. Clap your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.